Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com welcome to meathead test kitchen where food fitness and mental health come to hang out nutrition training and life it's all fair game on mtk meathead test kitchen welcome to meathead test kitchen a podcast where our opinions might hurt your feelings i'm sasha and i'm sadie um, so we are kind of flying by the seat of our pants today. We have a general direction for this podcast, um, but it's been a really heavy, heavy time lately. And so we thought that we would just kind of uh, share the things that we've been struggling with or going through. And hopefully by talking about it out loud, it resonates with somebody and and helps you not feel alone because let's be honest, it's a lot mm-hmm. lately and uh, you're not alone. Um, I think specifically you wanted to start off talking about something that we probably need to point out. Oh, uh, that I almost just swallowed a gnat at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Yes. Welcome back to the garage Yes, I do have my emotional support sweat bomb. Yes. Yes, um, I do. What was I going to talk about? I don't even remember at this point. Is it in my text messages? I think it is. Yes. We were... Sad girl summer. Oh, so yeah. um, So we are... We're going to call this episode Sad Girl Summer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we're going to tell you what Sad Girl Summer really is like. Um, I feel like Mm. the term Sad Girl Summer is glorified and it's been made to seem like it's something cool to like be depressed all the time, which mental illness is not a fucking trend. It's not a fad. It's not a pair of shoes that you just put on to take for fucking a spin for an afternoon like um so yeah let's talk about the definition of sad girl summer i believe i I went to urban dictionary for that one before we get super into this episode we do need to put a trigger warning um at the top here um we're probably going to dive into some pretty serious stuff today um which may include and is not limited to sexual assault um Suicide. suicide Um, depression, abuse. Uh, so if that is not for you or you're not ready to talk about or listen to that today, um, we'll see you next week. You can come back to it or we will see you next week. Yeah. Like don't, don't feel bad if you're going to bounce on this episode because we're going to get into some pretty fucking deep water today, I think. Um, So the definition of sad girl summer per Urban Dictionary is the opposite of a hot girl summer. A sad girl summer is a summer full of sadness, heartbreak, boredom, etc. Uh, Lana Del Rey, apparently Lana Del Rey invented the sad girl summer oh. in 2012. My, okay. my depression is just, you know, it hasn't existed since before 2012. Man, yeah. I wish I would have known. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. How was I not aware of that? I, I got to 24 before somebody realized that you could have depression or something. Yeah. They made it like a fucking fashion trend. But yeah. anyway, a sad girl summer can apparently also be known for wasting your summer on Netflix, YouTube, Spotify, and other streaming platforms to do nothing all day and be sad. Um, I'm going to say right now, because I did not read the definition before we just pulled it up. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, but I don't choose to be sad. It no. is something that I have to work through. Yeah. So making it a, a trending thing, um, I, in my opinion, is making a mockery out of people, individuals who, who struggle on a day-to-day basis. So before we dig into this too much, how the fuck did we even decide that we were going to talk about this? I saw a post somewhere on social media. Mm. I don't remember where, because let's be honest, everything starts on fucking TikTok and then is shared on the other social media platforms from there. Um, but it was a girl saying that she was deciding to have a sad girl summer and it was Lana Del Rey summertime sadness in the background. And I was like, bitch, you don't even fucking know. Yeah. Like you don't even know what it's really fucking like to yeah. wake up every day and want to fucking kill yourself. Yeah. Like you don't, you, please tell me more about sad girl summer. I'm fucking intrigued. And not to diminish anybody who is using sad girl summer to maybe have the same conversation we're about to have. Exactly. That's a different conversation. Yes. What I'm getting at here is stop living your life for the fucking five seconds of fame you could potentially get for being a dumb shit on social media. Yep. For fuck's sake, have some, read the fucking room. Yep. Um, I think that, that, uh, that post, um, and then this topic was probably pretty triggering for both of us just because recent conversations that we've had with each other, like, um, and not even just between you and I with other people too, just in general. Yeah. The general morale is not good. Um, (laughs) if you're, if you're not aware, like it's, it's not great. It's not. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of, of heavy shit. And, um, I think, you know, each individual human being struggles uh, with their own things. Um, But then adding on top of it, just the general atmosphere in general in America right now, um, it's pretty fucking heavy and it's a lot. And the last thing that anyone that's actually struggling with their mental illness needs is someone making a fucking mockery out of it for attention on social media to get a like so that they can be Insta famous for an afternoon. Because let's be honest, that's all it's going to fucking boil down to. Do you have a sustainability plan for your stuff? Right. No. Yeah. So stop. Not everyone has to be a fucking influencer. You don't have to give your fucking two cents on every single topic that makes the headlines. Like, and mental illness is so on the forefront right now anyways, because, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we've got two more potentially coming at us now. That's neat. Do I have a cold sore? Is it a zit from my mask knee or do I have monkey pox? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) Like, fuck. Yeah. Um, But like, seriously, everybody is living for that. And we talked about this for this fucking episode took a couple of cigarettes before we came out to record it. But um, like we were just shooting the shit before we started recording. And like we were talking about this. Not everything deserves your input. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you aren't an authority on a topic. If you're a fucking authority on a topic and you have something of insight that's actually going to help somebody to share, fucking do it. Mm -hmm. If you're just there to be another fucking hot take on Twitter, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yep. Um, Taking something that as serious as mental um, mental health issues yeah, and, and then making that something like a trend where people are, are dancing to a song or are just being sad or being sad for the camera. Like, I don't think that it's something that should be made a mockery out of. I don't think that it, I mean, I know that a lot of people identify with being sad, obviously. Yes, it's like that's a, a normal human emotion. human emotion. We're not saying don't feel your feelings. We're not negating anybody's feelings. But if feelings. You're, you're doing it to hop on a trend and, and get 
you know, views and likes, like uh, how else are you going to then help the people that are identifying with that if yeah. they identify on it a, in a different level than you do? Yeah. How are you doing that? And then what happens if you actually do get famous? Do you even know what to do with all that? Do you understand how much fucking hate comes your way when you have the spotlight on you? Like, yeah, yeah it's cool to be noticed. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It's fucking awesome. Yep. But there's a lot of bullshit that comes with it that I don't think people understand. And yep. you've heard us talk about this before as people that have worked in the media industry for a long fucking yep. time. Like... I'm not afraid to fucking pull that curtain back by any means, especially mm -hmm. because people are so ready, willing, and eager to be a celebrity on the internet these days. Yep. You don't have any fucking idea what you're signing yourself up for. And if you can't handle people being shitty to you, don't it might it. be the thing, might not be the thing for you. And uh, I'm not justifying an, shitty behavior by no, saying that either, no. but it's just an actual it, reality that people are always going to be shitty. Exactly. Even exactly. if we ask them not to. And with the anonymity, anonymity of the internet, like, and you know, social media platforms, it's kind of inevitable that some stranger who doesn't know anything about you is going to come in and try and tear mm -hmm. you down because they are miserable in their own life. Yes. And that's how they feel something. You know, like yep. as shitty as it is, they have stuff to work on and it's not always easy to work on that stuff. And again, not pacifying or saying that kind of behavior is okay in any way, but realize that it's part of the reality of posting stuff on the internet. People are going to be shitty no matter how yep. much good you're doing. Yes. Yep. You could be putting 100% positivity out into the ether and it's not going to fucking matter because someone's going to take offense to it because they don't like it because they're yep. fucking miserable. How exactly. dare you get a W when all they have is L's because they're a miserable shit. Yep. Like, yep. A thousand percent. Fucking over it. Yeah. Fucking go to therapy. Yeah. Like seriously. we're going to post the fucking suicide helpline numbers and we're going to fucking post the mental health reach out numbers yep. and all that, the yes. links and all that shit in our show notes. That's all our fucking show notes are going to be this week because yep. we don't have any, but like Jesus fucking Christ, go to therapy. And that's yep. not me weaponizing therapy because no. I've had people use that against yeah. me and it sucks. And I'm not saying that as like, you're a terrible person. You need to go to therapy, but yo shit's rough. Yes. Maybe you need to fucking go talk yes. to somebody. I know we kind of touched on this last week when we were talking about change. Um, and I didn't think it'd parlay into this episode, but it's going to. So we mentioned last week that if somebody points something out to you in a caring way, not coming at you to weaponize anything that you're doing against you or being a fucking asshole about it. Yeah. And you are feeling defensive about that maybe it's time for some introspection. Like if somebody posts something on the internet that you have a visceral reaction to, why? and you're not understanding why, sit yeah. with that and understand why. Because that's more about you than it is about them. As someone that has anger problems and will yeah. be the first fucking person to tell you that I have anger problems, that is the first thing I do when something gives me that gut reaction. Mm -hmm. It's like, why am I feeling this? Yeah, what is this? Why? Like, where is this coming from? Why do you think this right now? Yes. Well, it's making you think this. It's like when you, your brain tells you that you're a useless piece of shit. Who told you that? Yeah. Yes. Did anyone actually tell you that? Or are you just okay. thinking that because you're just in your fucking brain today? Yeah. And that's fine. It happens. Everybody has those days. Yes. Everybody has shades of anxiety. Everyone yes. has dealt with anxiety. Everyone has dealt with sadness. Everyone has had depression in some shade. Like, yes. It's just a different spectrum of how much you deal with it in your daily life versus how much you don't and how much it drives your daily life. Yep. Because there are people, hello, that are, you know what, if I wanted to, I could probably go through all the effort and I would be on disability because my panic, my panic disorder, my anxiety, and my fucking depression have just rendered me basically fucking useless as a person some days. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't do it because A... I don't want to take money away from people that actually fucking need it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to do that. 
but B, like I'm, it's a pride thing too. Like I, I don't, say, I don't yeah. want to give up the fight because I feel like if I make that my choice, then I'm giving up. And I'm not saying don't make that choice. If you're thinking about making that choice, that is your fucking call to make. I yes. just don't want to make that call yet. Yes, for sure. And it's like, you don't understand how much people fucking fight to live every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when you trivialize something like sad girl summer and you make depression and mental health and all this stuff, the forefront of what you're doing and you're fucking just using it as meme currency, that's an issue. Yes. Yep. It's a really big issue. And the reasoning for that is because there are people that struggle and regardless of, of intent, again, intent is super important, but understand that sometimes Um, Your intent cannot always be, I get it. We all do things with the best of intentions. We all do for the most part. Intent and impact are closely linked together. Yes. And if your intent is something different, you also need to understand the impact of what that intent is. And it can come across to certain individuals as mocking mental health issues. And I don't think that that is the intent, but sometimes that can be the impact. And here's why people get so fucking frustrated about it too, because employees are a fighting for mental health coverage in certain jobs. B we have a certain subsector of the government and I'm not going to get into a political conversation today, but facts are facts. And this is what we fucking have seen. There are a certain subsector of our American government that wants to fucking use mental health and weaponize it as a reason for people to be shitty terrorists. Mm. And that's the other reason I have a fucking sticking point with that because you can be mentally ill and you can be a shitty person. But yep. if you are going out to hurt people on purpose, your mental illness is fucking unchecked and you need to talk to somebody. Yep. That is not an excuse to hurt people. Yeah. You don't get to fucking hurt other people because you feel bad. That's yeah. a you fucking problem. Not someone at the fucking grocery store that was trying to buy fucking Sunday dinner. Yeah. Yep. Like, check uh, yourself. Fucking check yourself. Yep. And there's, I mean, we could go into statistics on, on a bunch of things and we won't go down that I can debunk today. the violent video games. I can yeah. debunk the fucking macabre music. I can debunk the, I've played violent video games, listened to scary music and watched horror movies my entire fucking life. I've never fucking killed somebody. I don't yeah. want to hear those conversations anymore. They're fucking meaningless and there are stacks and stacks of data from studies that prove it. Yeah, exactly. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, uh. There's so many different factors and, and we, I mean, we could actually just start a whole different podcast from this one, but, mm-hmm. um, I think that understanding to, um, the different things that one that make you tick. And I know that we talk about this all the time, but understanding what those actual things are and then equipping yourself with tools in order to handle those things. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, and BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before too. 
finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com. That's H-E-L-P slash M-T-K. Um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash M-T-K. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K, and get 10% off of your first month today. Here's the thing, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was driving. I think a lot when I'm driving. <laughs> Not listening to Your any- driving thoughts <laughs> or my shower thoughts. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the fact that even though I've been to therapy multiple different instances in my entire life, for me... I have to have a refresher course on the tools that I acquired because I'm not always the best at utilizing them after it's been a while that I've talked to somebody about stuff. I bring this up because of this, and this is why there is a trigger warning. So if you are not okay with hearing about or listening to sexual assaults, anything, I would probably tune out right now. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Um, definitely skip ahead for a while. The reason <laughs> The reason I bring up this specific subject is because if you are not aware in July of 2010, I was violently sexually assaulted. Um, I thought I was going to be murdered that I worked through all of that. Okay. Like I acquired the tools to work through that, but it's come back into my life and it's been at the forefront of my life for about three months now. And the reason I was thinking about this the other day was like, you know, I'm back in fight or flight mode. I can, I'm like so anxious right now. My heart is racing just even talking about it. You're good, it. dude. You're good. Um, but I have not brushed up on those tools in a long time because I didn't have to use them. Um, and when something awful happens to you, especially something violent, uh, one, you're probably in some way going to suffer from PTSD. That shit never leaves. It really doesn't. And it can be inflicted by a person. It can be yeah. a natural disaster. It can be something. It can be a car accident. Trauma yeah. is trauma is trauma. And yeah. it all affects you in some way, shape, or form. And it doesn't really ever go away. No. It, it gets it gets less. The feeling gets less. Sometimes. Um, that fear gets less. Sometimes. Um, but the reason it's come up is because in the state of Nebraska, they got a grant. And they are going through the backlog. This happened to me 12 fucking years ago. And they're just now they getting just, around to just it. Just tested her kit. So when I got that phone call, I literally was frozen. And I was right back to 12 years ago. Um, but your body will enter fight or flight because it's just trying to survive. And it's trying to keep you safe as much as it can. So brushing up on and having to know those skills is an, also an important thing to keep in mind for yourself. Because... Just because you don't have to utilize them all the time doesn't mean that eventually you're not going to have to utilize them again. So sharpening those blades in your toolbox is very important. Like I need to go talk to somebody because I'm right now, if I'm being totally honest with you guys, I'm fucking spiraling. And rightfully so. I mean, you're dealing with a lot of shit, dude. Like it's, and I know, I know how much it sucks to have to recognize that you're spiraling because nobody ever wants to acknowledge you don't that admit shit. It. You don't want to admit it. It's not fun. Like I but don't, sometimes you have to fucking do it if you want to save yourself. 
Because if I, if I don't, the reason I'm calling myself out right now is because maybe somebody else is spiraling from it for a totally different reason, obviously. But if I don't call myself out on it and point out the fact, I know what happens next. Yep. And for me, that is laying in bed for days on end and not being able to get out because I'm just fucking crippled with anxiety and fear and depression. If I don't stop right now and recognize that that is what I'm doing and understand rightfully so that I have a right to feel this way. 100%. That's also hard to say out loud. Yeah. It is something that... Dude, someone you know, did you very fucking wrong and you yeah. have every goddamn right to be upset and angry about yeah. it. Like, you have every fucking right to feel that way. But also recognizing too that like my coping mechanism, it's like we talk, we talk about habits all of the time on this and podcast. Vices. It's really, really hard sometimes to create new habits. It's also very fucking easy to fall back into the shitty ones you have as coping mechanisms. Yep. And for me, it's not a healthy one. And so I need to recognize that and call myself out on it. And when we were talking about this episode, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to dive into the details of it because I don't want to traumatize other people. I've, I've got it. I, I, the trauma's on me. Just know that the upside is Sasha's going to get to fucking take her power back. I hope so. And we're, we're fucking, I hope that we're it's, gearing her up for battle. I hope, I hope that it's a closure thing. Um, and I'm not sure even if like legally I can really talk about a whole lot of it. Sometimes when you go to therapy, you get through that one instance and you're probably okay. But mm -hmm. I also have borderline personality disorder. And so if I don't brush up on those skills every it doesn't matter what the time frame is. Every once in a while, I forget that they're there. Yep. And I because fall you back can't into, see the forest through the trees. Exactly. Like you know that you have these tools, but it's so fucking dark and the woods are so thick that you yeah. can't you can't even see your hand in front of your face. Yep. yep. Like that's the best way that I can describe it. It's yeah. like it's like being in a dark room in a basement. Yep. Like you're just there, and you know you're still here. But you don't know where to go or how to get out or anything of what you can do because it's so fucking dark in that room yep. that you literally can't see your hand in front of your face. Like, here's something else, too, that I want to point out because I've been thinking a lot lately about the word brave. And Elise Myers, I'm everybody knows who Elise Myers Omaha is. Omaha girl, shout out. But she did a, a, a TikTok video on this, and I have never thought about it this way. When someone, ca when someone calls me brave, it literally like, it makes me cringe because I don't see myself that way. But here's the fucking thing. I'm still fucking here and I'm able to talk about this now, albeit emotionally, because I'm brave enough to say it out loud. I know that I'm not alone in the fact that something like this happened to somebody you know. Um, I can who's count even on to this. more than more fingers in one hand of people that something like this has happened to or that has recently yeah. like I know two people in my orbit that have been fucking roofied in downtown Omaha in yeah. the last two years like yeah. this I don't know when we fucking got to the point where we started trying to just you know want to fuck everything and hurt everyone Everybody. yeah like and then I saw, I saw, I sent that to you. I saw the fucking meme the other day where the guy was like, well, rape isn't painful. Well, maybe not for you because yeah. you're the one fucking committing it. If that's yeah. your fucking view on rape, then fucking just leave society. Yeah. Seek it's, help. Like you need a fucking strict talking to. Someone needs to fucking put you in your place. Well, and the, the other, like I won't go again, we won't go into statistics, but there are so many people that don't report it. And no. I, honestly, if my roommates hadn't been home that night, I probably would have just quote unquote, if Dude, you're not they, watching the video, they saved your fucking life that day. I would have just not done anything about it. And, and it would have eaten you alive. So I don't know that had they not been there that night and been like, no, you have to go. 
Like you need yeah. to go to the hospital right now. I mean, I had a, I had a busted lip. I had, I was anyway. Um, but yeah, like you're not alone and, and understand that, that I'm like struggling with words right now, but it, it, the reason that I pointed out like brushing up on your skills and shit is just because like right now, like I need to do that. And so like, I'm maybe I'm just telling all of you to hold myself accountable and like to go seek the help that I need because this is, you don't have to do this alone. No, like, there are assets at your disposal. There are numbers and places that you can call that will help you through this. Um, like I know that it's, it's hard to talk about. And if I spent so much, so much of the last 12 years of my life being ashamed of the fact that it happened to me. And you had no control over it, which I, is yeah. when someone, okay, we have to talk about this too, because if someone comes forward and tells you that they have been sexually assaulted, this is why people don't say anything because they're so, any abuse, any abuse victim, any abuse victim, yep. not just sexual abuse, but any abuse victim, they are afraid to come forward because they have tried to speak out to someone before and someone didn't listen to them. You're not, you're probably not the first person that they have told. Mm -hmm. Odds are good that you're probably not. You might be, but you're probably not. You know how many people just invalidated what happened to me just by, oh, that's tough love. That's how your parents were raised. No, it's not okay for mm -hmm. your fucking mother to break a yardstick over your ass or yeah. beat you with the wire end of a fucking fly swatter on your legs because you yeah. didn't vacuum the floor the way she wanted it to be done. Right. Like, fuck you, Sheila. Fuck you. There seriously. isn't. But like, um, dude, for real, like personally telling people like was the scariest fucking thing I've ever done. And I was a whole ass adult. Right. Like whole ass adult. I'm going to punch you in the arm for some reason. But like, it's scary to fucking speak your truth. So if yes. somebody comes to you and is like, hey, man, I need to talk to you about this fucked up thing that happened to me. Please you listen. You need to fucking listen to them. Listen. Please yeah, because you could be the person that single-handedly saves their life. Like there is nothing more important to that person than someone who fucking validates their experience and believes what happened to them. And, and I can tell you them. that from her experience, from my experience, and from several other friends' experiences. Like there is nothing that feels better than someone that validates and listens to the way that someone mistreated you and they fucking believe you. Yep. And there is a certain situation with one of my friends where recently, a couple months ago, someone brought something up and said that I may have run a campaign against the person that assaulted, like the, my, my friend's abuser. I may have gotten them fired from a job or two. Don't fucking hurt my friends. So this friend who was one of my first friends in Puerto Rico, I'm going to do some fucking bochinche time here, Corio. Sorry, Once not again. sorry. But like this guy was one of my first friends in Puerto Rico. And he was like, oh, well, Sadie's on this campaign against X. And I was like, Bermiso, I'm on a campaign. So you're telling me you don't believe that my friend was raped by this person? You don't believe that this person had physically and mentally abused my friend? Whomst you have known for longer than said abuser? Whomst you have known me for my entire time that I had been in that fucking place? Like, yo. I sent a seven second Facebook audio message and all it said was, so I'm running a fucking campaign, huh? Fuck you, bro. Seriously, fuck you. So you don't believe that that happened to her? Fuck you. And then he wanted to try to talk to me after that. And it's like, no, the damage is fucking done. You just told me in no words at all that you don't believe what fucking happened to her. I saw it happen in my own fucking home after she moved here and he was still abusing her. Yeah. Like, don't fucking question someone when they come forward with something big and scary like that. Yes, there might be situations where people are using it for attention. You'll know. Yep. You'll know. Yep. Like, I, it's, it's, you have to believe someone. 
Like go in, if look at how long you've known this person. That's a good indicator. How long have I known this person? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I, I was very lucky and privileged to have the people around me that I did at that point in my life. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a lot to work through. It's a lot of work that you have to do. I mean, I, I could have chosen one of two paths and I'm glad I chose the one that I did. I went to college. I got my degree. I was not going to let that person take anything more from me, but not everybody is that lucky. Yeah. So when somebody tells you that something has happened to them, believe them if you feel comfortable, try to help them get the help that they need because yeah. it's very important. Yeah. And depending on the situation too, you need to leave the the help avenue up to the person. Yes. Um, don't make that decision for them because mm-hmm. they know what the best safest move is for them. Yep. You can be um, encouraging. You can know their abuser, but you don't know their abuser as well as they know their abuser yep. is where I'm getting at with that. So like, um, yeah, be encouraging, be there, be the shoulder to lean on. Like people need that shit when they come out with something like that, yes. because yeah, it, like we said before, it's scary. It is. Um, it, it very much is. It's scary. It's, and nobody should have to go through that alone, but especially in abusive situations, um, it can be very, very, very fucking difficult to get out of. And here's why it really sucks. Because A, it sucked that it already fucking happened. Yes. B, it's going to suck because I have to tell you why it and how it happened. And that's hard to do. I don't like to talk about how my mom was fucking terrible to me. I don't want to psychoanalyze all the reasons why my mother is a terrible person to me specifically, but it's fine to everybody else, apparently. Um, but, like, there's... You just... I, it's... It sucks. You you dredge up all that fucking trauma. You have to relive all that fucking bullshit that someone did to you that you don't want to remember that's burned into your fucking brain for the rest of your life. And then to have someone say they don't believe you after all that fucking trouble you just put yourself through is the most just, insulting fucking feeling ever. Even saying that out loud just like pains my heart because there are going to be people that don't believe that something happened. But mm-hmm. look, look. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming from the two of us, like I think that we've we've discussed like a lot of our our trauma and a lot of our hurts. TLDR: and, like, If you're new to the podcast, it's amazing we're this normal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just you know you gotta just at least listen. Um, if you can't identify, if you can't relate, that's, that's okay. okay. They're not asking you to understand the entire situation. Or they just it. want you to to know. Yes. They're yes. tr- like so. They're trusting you. They're trusting you. But with all this Roe v. Wade conversation that's happening right now on Twitter, there was someone that's like, "Well, I've never had someone tell me they've been raped," and I'm like, "Well, that means that no one that trusts you trust enough you. to divulge that information." Yep. yep. I think that you would be very surprised to know the amount of female and female identifying persons in your life that have been assaulted. I mean, I know men that have been assaulted yes, too. Yes, like it's both. not, it's I'm not saying, just women, yeah, but yeah, not, yeah, you're correct. A majority, yep. a majority of the trends are, are femmes. Um, yep. but like, I mean, it's just, you have to, you have to trust that this person with the information that they're giving you is right. And guess what? If they come out to be a liar, then they come out to be a liar and that's on them. That's not on you. You thought you needed to support them in a time of need. No one's ever going to look at you and be like, God, you're such a dick for helping that person. No. And if they do, well, like don't be maybe reevaluate that, that situation. Yeah. Don't be friends with that person anymore. Yeah. 
but trust your friends when they tell you something. Yes, absolutely. It's just, you know, with everything, you know, fucking pandemic, like it's important to us to keep doing these mental health check episodes just because like literally, honestly, the, I started off our conversation last night by saying I'm fucking holding on by a thread, sister. Same. I am what was the, struggling. Hold on, let's see. What did I say back to you? And you were immediately, and I knew our brain cell was dancing. Yep. I said, I'm just so fucking uninspired right now. And you were like, yup. And I said, everything feels hard because I'm so indifferent about everything because we're cooking to death. And then you were like, yup, yep. in all caps. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, so it's not just you. I'm just whatever. And then I yeah. was like, so is Phil. Like, so are a bunch of other people. Yes. Like, if you're not mentally going through it right now, good. I'm glad that I'm you're happy in a, and you're, you. you're in a good headspace. Good. good. That's awesome. We love to see it. We're yes. never going to rip you down for it. But if you're not in a good mental headspace, know that you're not alone absolutely ever alone like at all ever and if you feel alone and you don't feel like you have anyone to talk to our dms are always open you can always send us a message at hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com we will respond like you don't have to go through anything alone and if you don't have um a solid group of of people that you feel comfortable talking to you, you or talking to and you feel comfortable with us like we are obviously they're not doctors we're not psychiatrists no, we're, we're not, not psychologists to never going to but we can help point you in a direction to get some help if that's what you need we've been dealing with this shit for a long enough time that we have a lot of resources that we can point you towards a either because we've read about them ourselves or we've had doctors or therapists tell us we have to read them yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah that's that's where our, our information usually yes. comes from yes yeah um if you're going through it right now just know that like yeah, it sucks. Does it look like it's going to get better? I don't know. I, I wish I could give you an answer for that. We yeah. don't know yet. We don't know how this fucking storyline is going to play out. But at least in the short run, for a long-term goal, yep. like we can at least try to fucking be happy despite all the... Joy as a form of resistance is like my fucking life mantra at this point. Go be yes. happy despite everything and everyone trying to fucking bring you down right now. Yep. And whatever that looks like for you, fucking throw your entire self at it if you can. Yep. Throw as much of yourself at it as you can. And like, that's a great way to be an ally. It's a great way to show up for yourself. Yeah. It's a great way to fucking fight the goddamn shit that they keep trying to oppress us with. Like... Because we all know that this ain't the majority rule right now. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I won't even get in. I won't even get into why all of this shit is so fucking important. I spend a lot of time on social media. Mm. I can tell you that these feelings are not unique to just Sasha and I. Nope. Nope. And if you don't agree with us, whatever, that's That's, fine. You're allowed. Your prerogative. That's. But if you want to start a debate because of it, fucking see yourself out. I don't got time for that shit. And you're not going to change my mind. And I know I'm not going to change your mind. So why fucking waste any time? Yeah, it's time is a commodity. It's a waste of breath. It is. And if you've got those people in your life that are like super resistant to that stuff, like you're not you're not going to sway them. And that's okay. There's having a conversation to try to share some information with someone that is like receptive to it. Yes. Then there is just talking to a fucking brick wall. Yeah. Know the difference. There's, it's not a conversation when both people are trying to be right. Mm -hmm. Like you're not listening to each other. You can't come to an understanding when both people are convinced that they're the one 100% not in the wrong. That's not how it works. Yep. You have to accept some sort of fucking responsibility if you're going to come to an understanding with somebody. But there are people that are not willing to do that. So we just have to fucking exclude them and work around them in our own way. Yes, exactly. A thousand percent. And that's how we're ending this fucking episode. Let's before, (laughs) right before we do that, um, 
we have we're gonna give the suicide and crisis lifeline um it it has a new number it's three digits super easy to remember it's 988 but also disclaimer on that so know going in that if you call 988 that they could potentially trace your call and have the authorities come without your consent we're not saying don't use it we're not saying it's not a good resource but if you are a person that does not want law enforcement included in your mental health crisis and you have that right don't use 988 use any of the other resources that we post um you can Um, text home to 741741 that's a crisis text line um that's another resource that you can also. And the to. reason we bring that up is because they can commit you without your consent. Yes. And you and have that's... every right to know about that. And you have every right to have your own fucking, you have to be your own best advocate, even when you're in crisis, that's yep. your call to make. Yep. Um, and also I know, I don't know. I don't think this is every single state in the state of Nebraska. If you, the cops are involved, it's a 72 hour hold. Um, to make sure that you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if you don't want to deal with that, you need to know. Yes. So that's why we bring that up. We're exactly. not villainizing anybody. We're not making anyone the bad guy. No. We're not telling you not to use it because it's a great service. However, be an informed consumer. Yes, a thousand percent. Uh, apologies if this was too deep of an episode um, or if it was traumatic or triggering to anybody, but we just needed to, you know, say out loud, hey, if you're struggling, struggling, you're definitely a thousand percent not alone. Yeah. Not at all. We love you very, very much. We appreciate you giving us a platform to talk about this stuff and hopefully continue to normalize mental health um, and the struggles that people go through. Um, like, just thank you so much for allowing us to to, to have this little and shit show. And next week is episode 100, so we're going to do fucking something. I don't know. I don't know. It'll, It'll be, be fun. Like, <laughs> uplifting. Fucking 100 episodes. Holy it's crazy. Shit. That's great. What a wild couple of years it's been. What a long, strange journey. Yes. Since yes, the beginning of yes, pandemic. This, yes. this whole endeavor has been, and it's only going to get more fucking wild and more awesome. So be ready for that bullshit. Yeah. We'll put some information out. I just had an idea pop in my head that I think would be super fun. Ooh, so. snap. I asked on Instagram as well yes. this morning when uh, we were getting ready to come in. So, so be on the lookout um, on our social media. We're at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere, except for Twitter. We're MTK Staff. Remember, too, that we put all of the video full length uh, on YouTube. Yeah, so. if you want to watch me get progressively it, sweatier and my hair <laughs> more and more frizzy as the episode went on, check us out on YouTube. Please name the emotional support Francis. paper. Francis. Um, Francis we'll, the teepee. We'll, we'll take some votes and we'll we'll pick the, the top one. It's a different one each week, but we'll Ooh. go with the same name. And some good news before we leave, because this episode was heavy. Squats for Sadie is officially over. Your good bitch is squatting. Woo! Not whole squats, but I rode a bike. Still doing it. I can really ride a bike now. I can ride my air bike if I want to. My yeah. do it. So, hey, there. Hell we started yeah. with some weird, awesome story, and we're ending with something that wasn't fucking depressing. But in the middle of it, hmm. Sorry. A little heavy. Sorry about Sorry. that. Sorry. Sometimes we need that conversation though. Like, yes. And that's why we do what we do because we know how to have these conversations, A, in a space that is not going to make you feel like shit and mm. B, in a space that's coming from experience. Yes. Like we, we get it, dude. Yeah. We fucking get it. If you're going through it, everybody struggles uh-huh. and that's okay. And, and it's look at it as continuing education. Like yeah. we, we talk about continuing education all the time. Like I do continuing education as a personal trainer. Sasha does continuing education as a media professional. Like we learn shit all the time. Again, your brain is no different. Nope. Treat it like any other fucking topic you would tackle in your life that you're looking to understand. Yes. A thousand percent. We love you. Have a good week. Meet at Test Kitchen. Out. Out. 
Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.